2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Take me through the the interception in overtime.
3: Yeah, I mean it was just one of those deals where you know you get these plays like this all the time in practice, and you make the plays, and you know you're itching to get one in the game. Just a basic cover three, and uh um, you know, tight splits and kind of knew. It's just paying around route, kind of communicating with my corners that, hey, if I get this, you know, this over route, you know, I'm going to come out the post and drive on it. And uh, I was able to make a big play for the team. Kind of surprised to do it, but, you know, that's the way these things happen.
2: When did you have that light bulb go off in your head that it's coming your way and you got a chance to get it?
3: I mean, we had – actually, we had one uh, early in the game, but it was obviously it was to the other safety. Um, and He was – he drove down on it. He actually threw it deep that time. But, um. Like I said, it was just one of those games of overtime, man, you know, big players just gotta make big plays in big games. So like I said, just have to make a play for my
2: defense. You know, it's Halloween. You guys are six and two now. You got a three game lead over the Colts and you hold the tiebreaker. They gotta make up four games in nine. You're basically the division champions. How do you keep how do you keep from from feeling that? How do you how do you ignore the fact that you've essentially got the division sewn up and keep going about your business?
3: Just great leadership uh, from the coaches and the players. We talked about our message this week, actually, after beating the Bills beating the Chiefs but don't take the cheese. Everybody's going to tell us how great we are and all those type of things. Just keep playing, keep stacking wins. And as you win in this league, you continue to win. The game will get bigger and bigger. So we're not getting caught up in winning division in week eight or whatever it is.
2: Derek Henry had... Something going on during Sunday's game against the Colts. Shoe was off, checking out the foot. We were paying attention to it as we monitor all of the games. What's up with Derrick Henry? Let's keep an eye on Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry ended up back in the game. So we assumed everything was fine. There was no chatter after the game about Derrick Henry being injured. No issues, no discussion, no conversation. Then out of the blue, Monday morning comes the news that he needs surgery, Chris, and may be out for the year. And this is a guy who's had a lot of wear and tear. College level and pro level. He had 46 carries in a game once at Alabama. Now, early in his career, he was kind of second fiddle to DeMarco Murray in Tennessee, so he didn't get a ton of touches. But in recent years, he's gotten more and more and more. And, uh, you know, usually it happens with a hit, but sometimes a tire blows out, and uh, it's unfortunate because this guy was having an MVP season. Great player, great guy, fun to watch impactful player
4: and uh, now he's going to be out and who knows for how long I, I mean unfortunate is right i mean yeah one of the we're you know it stinks we're, we're talking yeah in an era where running backs you know i don't know might not get in the hall of fame that easy easily this is one guy where you look at and he's gonna go we go well he's a running back and he's getting in the hall of fame easily i already know that i don't need to see much more of his career he's definitely going there i mean for my money derrick henry has already reached the stratosphere of like you know, the top running backs in the history of football conversation. I mean, come on, we're talking about a guy where we go, well, you know, when there's no hole, he can still mash it up in there and get four yards. And when there is a hole, he can take it 85 yards to the house and outrunning everybody on the field. Like, that skill set is like unheard of, like, since Jim Brown. I mean, quite honestly, like, to be able to be the bell cow and be the most explosive guy on the field. Is a combination we've never seen in football, and that's where he's special. He's special to their football team. Yeah, you said it. They ride him hard, and, you know, the Titans were rounded into a team in the AFC where we can go, and I know we've talked about this a little the last two weeks, where you can go through the AFC and go, of all the top teams, I got questions about every one of them in the, in the AFC, and I know we've had this conversation with the NFC. There's less questions with the top teams, Tennessee was starting to look like that team where you went, I don't know. I don't know if I have a lot of questions. Things seem to be trending in the right direction on both sides of the ball. You know, we're getting close, I think, and I think we can echo even like Tony Dungy to where you're starting like uh, some of the conversations on Sunday where, I mean, maybe Tennessee is the best team in the AFC, the most well-rounded team in football, but not with Derrick Henry, you know, so I was sitting there at the point going, man, Tennessee Super Bowl contender, Super Bowl team. That's what they're starting to look like. But no Derrick Henry? I mean, I I I don't think that. It totally changes my thought of their football team completely. And and I think at some point in the run up
2: to this season, I said in the many hours that we talk about football when it's not football season. And I, I it's not It's just the law of averages eventually between Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Somebody's getting hurt. It's not going to be healthy wire to wire. And for a team like that, that is so heavily reliant on Derrick Henry, I saw you had on Twitter the question of who's the most irreplaceable non-quarterback in the NFL, and Derrick Henry won in a landslide. Now, of course, there's recency bias because he's injured. Sure, but But I think it's fair. The other guys, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, you've got 10 other guys who, who play defense. You've got multiple other guys who do the same things, that Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald do, even though they don't do it as well. You got one lead running back on your team, and you take Derrick Henry off of the Titans. What do you do next? How do you even begin to replace the impact he has as a runner, as a pass catcher, and as a natural decoy? That's Not what that it he is. is a decoy. Right. He's just a magnet for attention. We had the highlight package after the win over the Chiefs, the Derrick Henry effect. And you, and, and you pointed out, they all go where Henry goes. They all go where Henry goes. Now you don't have that guy that acts like a magnet for attention. Uh, Jeremy McNichols, no. Adrian Peterson, much as I love him, no. Not at 36. I mean, it's amazing that he's the guy who got the call. When you have Todd Gurley out there, when you have other younger guys floating around, there's running backs everywhere. I'm impressed that they're giving Adrian Peterson a chance because he's still got it to a certain extent. It's not going to be Derrick
4: Henry. No. It's not going to be close to Derrick Henry. No, no. I mean, you said it right. First off, I mean, the team is built around him and the style that he provides for the offensive side of the ball. He helps out the defense. And more importantly, yeah, like you're explaining, the Derrick Henry effect, it's real. I mean, think about the Titans in their game. It's either... Run the ball with Henry to the left. Run the ball with Henry to the right. Run the ball outside. Either way, oh, play action pass A.J. Brown. Run the ball. Play action pass A.J. Brown. That's the only thing on their stat sheet. When they're rolling, that's all it is. Now, I know they got Julio Jones, and hopefully he can come back and and help them out because they're going to need the passing offense to be hitting on all cylinders to make up for, for the lack of Derrick Henry. But again... You know, that, that's, to me, a big question mark. It is. You know, again, Arthur Smith moved on. You got a new new offensive coordinator in Todd Downing. I haven't necessarily looked at that offense and gone, wow, when they don't run the ball, wow, they can still beat you with the drop-back pass game and carve you up. You know, so that that's going to be a huge question to be answered. But, like, I mean, you laid it out there perfectly. And, you know, it, the effect he has is great because you have no choice But to go all in to stop him, it compromises your team. Because if you don't go all in, it'll be second and four every play, let alone a bigger run every now and then. And what you're also scared of is, yeah, you know, second and four, second and four, he's going to bludgeon us to death with that. But also, like, we got to go all in because it could be 70-yard touchdown too. And it just leads to so many other avenues being opened up for that offense. And that's the effect he has. And that's just a shame to see him get hurt. It really is a shame, and it just
2: shows you how that lightning bolt can come anytime, any place, anywhere that dramatically changes the fortunes of a team. From riding as high as you can, feeling like you have a chance to be the one seed in the AFC, a real chance to be the one seed. A Sunday night football showdown against the Rams on the immediate horizon. Yeah. I and know Derrick Henry's have been gone. gone. I know. Derrick Henry's gone. But Mike, that's, really, like who
4: who else? Who else is in that category of him as far as like non quarterbacks that are most important to their football team, right? I mean, you know, that, that was a question that kind of just came up organically on, on my podcast yeah. yesterday. But like it's hard I mean, to really nail down guys of that stature um who's I, the receiver right now
2: that is like the clear cut gotta have him draws double coverage everywhere he goes Matchup nightmare that becomes a talking point it was Tyreek Hill but not anymore yeah I, 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 is I know. there a guy is it, there a guy that 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 defenses need to constantly fear and and constantly have multiple. There, there, there really isn't There's one. Not that, that, has has that guy that right Moss now. You're effect. right.
4: That OBJ and there isn't a tight end Julio, that has the yeah. Rob
2: Gronkowski. Remember right. with Rob Gronkowski in right. his prime, mm-hmm. every week it was, "What are they going to do? How are they going to defend him? How are they going to stop him?" Yeah. Uh, there isn't. There isn't an offensive player like that right now that he's striking that kind of fear on a consistent basis into defenses. It was Derrick Henry and only Derrick Henry. I mean, your other options from your poll yesterday were defensive players. I know. It just proves it. Yeah. There isn't a non-quarterback right now who is striking fear and forcing game planning and extra stomach acid when you get ready to play a given team. Yeah. It's quarterback or it's pass rusher.
4: Yeah. That's it. You're right. Without I mean, Derrick Henry. I'm sitting here looking at it right now, just trying to you know brainstorm more players and – yeah, there's nothing that really jumps out to you. Maybe Jamar Chase was reaching that level to a degree, but not there yet. You're right. We've not we don't have that receiver right now. That was that Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, you know, OBJ back with the Giants where you'd go like, "What? I've never seen a team even do this to a receiver." Julio Jones in his prime with the Atlanta, that same type of thing. There is not that guy right now. There's not that you just look at and go, "Oh my gosh, he's completely changing the game." Um, and that's, you know, that's that's what Derrick Henry does do. And yeah, that's why he's special. And it's it does. It makes me cha- think differently of this Titans football team going forward.
2: Devontae Adams is close. Yeah. But yeah. when the when the Packers are seven and oh over the last
4: two years without Devontae Adams, it's hard to it's say. It's kind of it. hard to say he's Thank not replaceable. You. Right. 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 Yes, Devontae Adams is awesome, but what I try to tell people all the time is he's not the physical talent of a guy that teams look at it and go, oh my gosh, if we cover him man to man, he's just going to run by us for 80-yard touchdowns. No, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, man, they use him in a lot of different ways. Oh my gosh, he's a really good route runner and does everything well, but doesn't strike that fear into you. Not the fear Derek Henry does where you go, if we don't have nine guys within the line of scrimmage, we're in deep crap today because he's just going to tear us apart. No. So that's, that's where he is truly uh, another level of a running back right now, and their team's framed around it, and that's what makes it kind of a, a double whammy. Underscoring the fact that
2: it is a quarterback-driven league when we return some quarterback news for your information, PFT Live tuesday edition back right after this
1: around any corner within every battle and with the dawn of each new day the threat of the unexpected the unpredictable and the unrelenting lies in wait but marines will always be there they are the constant in the chaos no matter the battlefield marines adapt to win defeating every shifting threat protecting our nation's future the
0: few the proud the marines Dietz and watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever what's that mean it means never cutting corners ever it means cooking not processing it means our virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection then twice baked to layer the flavors it takes more time but you can taste the difference We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
1: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal it probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Packers leading by three. Both sides out of timeout. Snap to Murray, looks, throws right side of the end zone, intercepted, and the Packers get the Former Arizona Cardinal Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas seals it for Green Bay, and the Packers have defeated the Arizona Cardinals. The unbeaten are no longer twenty-four to twenty-one. Green Bay.
2: That was so awesome, including the moment. The, uh, I never want to see that picture of Aaron Rodgers again. That is nightmare fuel. It's so but crazy. they even added that, the Lego stop motion presentation by the Packers. <laughs> that was the best thing discussion. I saw all day yesterday. I would watch a football game played by Legos. I'm telling you, it was mesmerizing. And and my nephew, Michael Paul, the big Cardinals fan, yeah. I sent it to him, and he, he had a very important point, and he's accurate with this. He said they got it wrong. A.J. Green turned around and looked for the ball. He didn't turn around, and he didn't,
4: <laughs> yes. but Lego A.J. Green did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even
2: Lego uh, A.J. Green knows knew, it's a pass play. He knew to play. turn around,
4: right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, there was obviously some miscommunication. That picture of Rodgers, too, is like an all-time great picture. It really is. I mean, him with the the head, you know, he's got his headband on because he's got all the crazy hair. He didn't shave. The way his eyes look. Still wearing an old-school chin strap from 1989. Hasn't moved on to the one that really protects your chin. Uh, you know, it's just hilarious. It was, it was great. It made me laugh this weekend. How
2: do you play that many years in the NFL without getting popped in the face one time? Because I think all it takes is one time yeah, to get you to say, I think I need a
4: little more protection on my jaw. You know how he does it? You know how he does it? Cause he's really freaking good and the game's like a slow motion picture and he's just like wait. Oh, he's coming. Big deal. Zing. Oh, zing. Like it just, that's why it's like, it's like, why do we always look at the best player in the field and go, Hey, he smiles and seems happy a lot. Yeah. Cause he's comfortable and he knows he's better than everybody else. That's that's why I think, uh, Mike, uh-huh. um, Kyler Murray uh, also was part
2: of that Lego stop motion video prepared by the Packers. He is day-to-day with an ankle injury. Jay Glazer said on Sunday that Murray has a one-to-three-week ankle injury, but they were going to see on Monday how much the swelling went down and have an assessment as to whether or not he's got a realistic shot at playing this weekend against the 49ers. Now, day-to-day means yes, but you you also get into the shell game too where you want the 49ers to not know, who they're going to face, whether it's Kyler Murray or former Texas great Colt McCoy. We just yeah. we, we don't know and we won't know. And uh, you know, you, you don't want to have to play that game. You want your starter to be 100%. But if that game falls in your lap, you may as well take it.
4: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, again, I, I'm just glad, like with Kyler Murray, I was a little scared it might have been his hip or something, the way he went down on that one play, or at least the replay they continued to show on Fox that night. I, I wasn't sure what to expect. I mean, yeah, again, we know this guy's MVP-level type of football player. Their offense is based around, you know, his abilities, of course. He's a great decision-maker. He's been throwing the ball awesome. He puts defenses in a bind because of his skill set. Yeah, spread the field. Okay, yeah, you want to worry about all our receivers. Well, I got two rockets up my butt and can run anywhere here. So he, he is a game-changer that way, and that's where – yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I don't know. I got like to me, he has a little of that I feel like that Russell Wilson power a little. Like, uh, we're gonna think it should have been a two week injury for the ankle, but somehow he's gonna find a way to play this week and not be a hundred percent. I don't know why, Mike, but that's just kind of the way I think of Kyler Murray. He's got like some Zen powers to make these go, make it go away.
2: Well, I think professional athletes are just. Yeah, wired that Every, way. Everything and have that goes that. into it, right? The right. way they're constructed, the way they work, the way they condition themselves, they recover from things faster than the average human that comes home from work and sits on the couch and watches TV. Like you know, like I, or I, I don't sit on a couch, but I sit on my ass all day long. Yeah, so uh, I don't expect to recover from things as quickly. Speaking of Russell Wilson, he has recovered from his busted up finger, and he tweeted. The photo of the pin. The pin is out of the finger. And fortunately, they washed it, which is good news. No more pin. Time to win. So, <laughs> like Russell it. will be back after the bye week. And, hey, it was great that they beat the Jaguars. If they had lost, they would have been 2-6. and six. It would have been very hard for Russell
4: Wilson to make a difference. Even at 3-5, and five, it's yeah. not going
2: to be easy, Chris.
4: No, it's not. I mean, they're, they're you know, a uh, little room for error with their football team. But that was big, yeah. It gives them a fighting chance. Got a bye week. You get Russell Wilson back. Maybe the defense can continue to play a little bit better. We have seen that over the last few weeks. And, uh, you know, I give them a fighting chance. We know they're going to compete and play hard. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here if you make me bet. I, I would still say I don't think Seattle's going to make the playoffs this year. Come off the bye week, got what, Green Bay, then Arizona, then Washington, then San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, that's I could easily see them you know, losing three out of four of those football games with the way they've looked over the first eight weeks. So they're going to be one of the teams to watch for, like, to go, wait, let's put a pin, no pun intended, right next to their name for, like, team to watch that we think might have potential to make that second half run here and maybe make things interesting in the NFC. Like, the NFC, three and five, come on, you're not out of it? Of course not. Atlanta's three and four. Your Minnesota Vikings are three and four. None of them are good. I look at the 49ers and Seattle to be maybe those two teams that are, you know, out of the playoff picture right now that can jump back into it in the, <sighs> the NFC. I'm not going to count Seahawks that Seahawks still yet. have – look, they
2: still have Washington. Yep. They've got the Texans,
4: right. which is, you know, the opponent for
2: everyone's survivor pool pick yep. in every given week. They've got the Bears and the Lions, so they, 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 they can get to seven – the challenge is going to be getting to 8, 9, or 10, exactly. and that's going to require exactly. success against the teams in their division, plain and simple. And it starts after the Packers game with a home game against the Cardinals. Mike McCarthy expects that Dak Prescott will be full go in practice on Thursday. There there are some signs that he'll be ready for this weekend. You know, When you see the video of him doing the pregame warm-up on Sunday, it's kind of like, hey, it looks like he probably could have gone. I mean, he was working it so hard that – if he was going to re-injure it, he was going to re-injure it then. But they, they rolled the dice in at work. They got a win without him, and now maybe they'll have him back. And, and they're in a position where they can think about climbing the playoff tree above the four spot that we assume they'll be stuck in. But with the Buccaneers losing you never know when the Packers or the Rams or the Cardinals are going to lose. If the Cowboys keep winning and winning and winning, maybe
4: they end up with a one seed. They can. I, You know, I had somebody on radio ask me yesterday, like, where, how do you view the Cowboys? And I was like, I, they can win the Super Bowl, the Cowboys. They're, they're officially good enough. They're unstoppable on offense. And we know Dak Prescott's awesome, and he's going to be back. So uh, I understand them taking it slow with him. It's a delicate injury. You know, I mean, you see him warming up. I know what you're saying, Mike. You're right. You see him do all that stuff. You think he can go. But again, we know the game becomes more intense, aggressive, people pulling at you. You know, it's, it's a different element there. I, I think they did the right thing by being careful there. But damn, the Cowboys are good. The defense continues to go in the right direction. Demarcus Lawrence is going to be back soon. Like, watch out. They're definitely in the conversation for best team in football. No doubt about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we, we spent some time yesterday. Talking about how bad the Vikings' offense was, the defense that you're playing has a lot to do with how effective your offense is or is not. And, by the way, the Jameis Winston injury confirmed ACL. Sean Payton made it clear they're not bringing anyone else in. He was tactful about it, but we reported yesterday morning, no Cam Newton. It's going to be Taysom Hill or... Uh, Trevor Simeon, who would you start between the two? Would you leave Taysom Hill in the jack-of-all-trades role and let Simeon be the guy or let Hill
4: be the guy? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I'd probably go with Taysom Hill still there. I would. You know, again, I like Trevor Simeon. I just, you know, I, I don't know if I'd want to count on him week after week after week to, to run the offense and make plays for my football team. I, I guess I feel like I trust Taysom Hill a little bit more in that role within that offense, knowing that offense better. Yeah, you're going to lose his jack-of-all-trades type of element, but uh, I think I would still err on the Taysom Hill quarterback. I'd, I'd I'd
2: put him in at quarterback. He's your better option because in the jack of all trades role with Jameis Winston starting, Hill wasn't doing very much. That's right. I'd make I'd point, make him Mike. the starter yep. without question. Yep. If Winston, as it appears,
4: passing is game's not yet. great, he adds a little element of the quarterback run, helps them out that way. That that's kind of how I see it. And I think your point is exactly right. He wasn't that important as the jack of all trades. You're exactly right. Quick break and some true or false when this Tuesday edition of PFT
2: Live continues. So hot. I predict by November, because of the physical breakdown of a guy who's going to be halfway between 39 and 40, more than halfway between 39 and 40, they're going to regret it. He's going to regret it, and they're going to regret it. That's my prediction. If I'm wrong, great. But I can't stifle that belief. All right. Hey. All last year. Down the stretch. Christa, takes exposed. Yep. Kristen and ahead. Pete. Go put ahead. it in the
4: vault. Put Megan, it in the vault. Seven, we'll bring it back in November. 34.
2: AM Eastern June 2, 2021. I'm fine with it. Woo! It's all hot. That's fine. Yeah, I like it. I can live with it. You got well live you with should it because be able to you know live what? It. They already did regret it. They regretted it by the end of September.
4: It's just something happened in October. They're fighting. Well, they're and, just and, fighting through it. I mean, they're fighting through yeah. it. It doesn't mean that you I mean, I don't They think got, got no alternative. Here. Right, right. They got no alternative. All right. Um, so, by the end of the season, the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger will regret Running it back. True or false, Mike Florio? True. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> change
2: my position from June. True. Although although they have won three in a row. Yeah. And yeah. They're finding a way to work within their limitations. That's they're right. coloring within the lines. And the offensive line is getting better. Right. You know, you don't notice when the offensive line is getting the job done. You only notice when it sucks. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's true.
2: That's 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 why does anybody want to play offensive line? Because you only get mentioned when you're not doing your job. Very rarely is there a guy who is so good that he just throws bodies around and we notice him. If you're doing your job the way it's drawn up, nobody notices you. So uh, the the offensive line has indeed gotten better. So the Steelers have gotten better, and I'm not writing them off because of Mike Tomlin. Plain and simple. Hey, I picked the Steelers to win on Sunday. Why? Because I saw Mike Tomlin last week, and the attitude... That he brought to the answer about the USC job told me he's going to have these guys ready to win in Cleveland on Sunday. And even then, it wasn't an easy thing. But they're going to need that every week if they want to have a chance. All right, no doubt, Chris. True or false? Mike White of the New York Jets has a realistic
4: chance to be the team's long-term quarterback. Okay, I, I got I got lot to say. I mean, false. First off, false. This became. This is like a little pet peeve of mine right here, this conversation. And you're going to know because I've brought it up before. But, like, it became a thing up here in New York, all right? Like, where, man, maybe Mike White's the future. Maybe we should. Now, this was just four days before... A bunch of people in New York going, I mean, how stupid are the freaking Jets? I mean, what the hell? This is the backup they got? I mean, what the f- what the freak are the Jets oh. thinking about?
2: Oh. I mean, hey,
4: hey, what the hell is going on here? Mike White's our backup? We had a rookie quarterback. And we got Mike White as our backup? How stupid are we as an organization? Now they want him to be the franchise quarterback for the future. Like, come on. That's what's wrong with, like, the world right now. What the hell? It's gone to that? And let me just say this. First off, he had two horrible interceptions in the football game that the Bengals, you know, blew opportunities to kind of put their foot on the throat of the Jets. Mike White did a lot of good things. There's no doubt about it. But, like, this is my other pet peeve, you know, Mike, and I'm sorry, I got to just go off about this. What happened in that game is the perfect example that you and I have talked about many times. Well, oh, with the the backups then, he's not very good. We better find a lot of different ways and cool things to do things on offense to help him out. And I wanna go, where in the hell was some of this stuff with Zach Wilson? Oh, because Zach Wilson has a laser for an arm. It's just like, hey, this guy run twenty yards out, this guy run a sixty yard post. Zach, throw a laser in there, okay? That's good. I'm done for the day. That's the offense. Way to go. Mike White gets in there, and they do all these different type of things, and look at the game, everybody. It was Charlie Checkdown extraordinaire. He threw the ball shorter than any quarterback of last week's quarterbacks, the the whole week, everybody included, and it was one of the shortest passing performances of the year in the NFL. There was only three other quarterbacks all year in any game that threw the ball shorter than Mike White. So... Like, no. And that, that's where I want to go. Are we crazy? Get out of here. Like, that was a bad game plan by the Bengals. Mike White did some good things for sure. And it's my pet peeve of like, let's help the starter out like we help out the underwhelming backup out sometimes. And we wouldn't have these type of conversations. Sorry. True or false became
2: airing of grievances one it did. Day I'm glad I got that done? off my chest. Do you chest. feel better? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. So I
4: just in New York it became a thing. You turn on talk talk radio yesterday. Well, yeah, in New York. Well, it's a thing
2: because the I coach
4: know. didn't say that was a bad job by Mike him White's too. not
2: gonna be the starter, oh, right, uh, the starting you're right. quarterback.
4: Right. Yeah. Maybe he right.
2: Slam that door. Yes. He gave life to it. He did, a hundred percent. Maybe maybe they're maybe they're trying to do a little red hot poker. Maybe you're Zach right. Wilson.
4: Maybe you're right. Maybe they're putting the poker to his butt a little bit. You're right. I did think of that. Maybe they said that to go, eh. Maybe this'll get this guy, you know, just a little bit more of an edge, no doubt about that. But I I, you know, again, I just wanna let's pump the brakes a little bit on that one first. All right. Speaking
2: of breaks, we're gonna take a break. Trade deadline to debt 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 trade deadline today, a draft of the teams who need to make a move the most when PFT Live continues right after this. I had a dream I was getting a tattoo the other night that uh, I, I had the, the I was getting the Vikings head logo. Ow!
1: No, that freaking hurts! There's blood on me! Here, let's wipe it off. No!
2: Let's wipe it off. Because that's dirty! <laughs> You're dirty! Either that or the PFT logo. Maybe that's what I should do. 20th anniversary is Monday. Maybe I should go get a PFT tattoo. Ow! <laughs> oh, God. That's disturbing take that down oh my god remove that expunge that delete that all right chris by the way thanks for the video yesterday it uh it was it was very nice no problem and very uh, very nice we we had a fun we had a fun day good now we embark on the next 20 years
4: Yep. uh awesome for you man congrats again seriously i mean you've, you've built a great thing uh you do a great job of reporting on all things in the nfl and you're the snarkiest of the snarkiest, so I love you for I was that. waiting for the copy-paste <laughs> remarks, so
2: thank you for that. Draft for today, the teams who most need to make a move. Go.
4: All right. I'm going to go right off. Uh, I'm going to the Buffalo Bills to lead off this draft. I think the Buffalo Bills need to make a move. I do. I've been saying this for the last few weeks. Again, you saw again Sunday. To me, Buffalo's people talk about their talent and too glowing of a fashion in Buffalo. And I know Cole Beasley had a pretty good game the other day. I get that. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's it's good running back play, but it's not special. I know they got Stefan Diggs. Yeah, he's special. And Josh Allen. But like Cole Beasley's just good. He just fits a role in the offense. Emmanuel Sanders, same thing. It's not like they're making you have to think or change the way you play. As compared to other teams with other, you know, second and third and fourth option weapons on their offense. So, for me, Buffalo's in the Super Bowl window. We know their defense is much improved. Their offense has kind of been holding them back a little this year. It's a little too reliant on Josh Allen just to make magic. I'm going to throw them out there. Evan Ingram, tight end for the Giants. OBJ. I don't know. Somebody like that. Sorry. All right. We're we're almost out of time for the
2: show. The hell with the show. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Texans. I'm going to say the Texans. They just got to move on from Deshaun Watson. They've got to get this cloud out from over the franchise. The owner wants to do it. The problem is too many moving parts, two dysfunctional franchises. I doubt they're going to be able to get it. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is dysfunctional, but they need to do it.
4: Yep. All right, Packers, I'm going to go there. Same reasons you just heard with the bill. I, I mean, they need, to me, a difference maker on either side of the ball. It doesn't matter. You know, again, they execute. That's great. But against the best teams in football, you can't, like, hope Rondell Moore drops a punt or, like, Kyler Murray misses a screen pass. That, to me, is just hopeful. They need a they, 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 difference maker either side. Another top-tier corner, another top-tier receiver. Back to where we started, the Chiefs. Whether it's
2: OBJ, which isn't happening, the Browns are not going to hand the Chiefs to OBJ unless it's some sort of a Trojan horse. Whether it's Brandon Cooks from the Texans, whether it's Deshaun sure. Jackson. Right. They, they need somebody. Yes. They need somebody to open up that offense. Or, you know, I, I know that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is coming back from IR. I mean, just, they need a Brian Westbrook. They thought that was going to be Edwards-Alaire, and it's not. No. And boy, they would be a hell of a lot better if they had a dual threat running back who could consistently move the chains yeah. and score some points. So let's take a break. Round three when this Tuesday edition of PFT live concludes right after this. All right, here we go. Round three teams that
4: need to make a trade today. Chris, who do you have? Well, I I guess I'm going to look at the next team on my list. Uh, I'm, I'm torn here a little bit between two teams. I'm going to go with New Orleans. New Orleans is another team I look at and just go, they, they need another receiver. They're good. We see that. They can play with the big boys in the NFC. Deshaun Jackson, like you mentioned, Brandon Cooks, somebody like that, though, because they're not, they don't have anybody dependable at receiver right now, and they're a good football team.
2: You know, I'm going to say just generally, so they can declare to the world that they're here and they're ready to contend, I'd like to see the Bengals make a trade. Mm. And I don't have a specific position in mind. I'd just like to see them make a move... That would tell us they're trying to win the Super Bowl. I went in a long rant yesterday about how some owners really don't want to win the Super Bowl. They just act like they want to win the Super yeah. Bowl because they have to because right. it's good for business. Mike Brown is the king of that club. Mike Brown is the well-established, I don't care if we win or not. I just want my money, frankly. One way to one way to dispel that, make a move. Yeah.
4: Go all in. What about make Titans running back? That's another one that came to my right? mind. Titans Who's running that? back, right? Titans running back? All right. Yeah. We're out of time. That's oh, right. See, ya. see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. I
2: couldn't hear you. Pete was counting me out.
0: <laughs> Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference.